Welcome to Testimonies with Tiffany, the podcast that is sure to challenge and grow your faith. Join me as we hear personal testimonies from ordinary people having radical encounters with Jesus. Together, we'll learn the power of believing God and His Word. I hope it inspires you to look at how God is showing Himself faithful in your life and challenges you to step out and testify. Welcome back to Testimonies with Tiffany. I'm your host, Tiffany Tombry. On today's episode, I am so excited because I'm doing something I've never done before. And I am excited to say that we are going to have kids edition on Testimonies with Tiffany. So do you know what that means? I have recuperated some great help, three tiny little men of God who are (laughs) sitting with me, who are going to testify of the faithfulness and the goodness of God in their lives. And so before I introduce my tiny crew, I just want to speak to the parents listening that that stewarding our kids is very important to the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 127 that children are a reward from the Lord. And while we'll, we'll stand before the Lord and we will give an account for how we stewarded our marriage and our finances and our testimonies and and our ministry and our gifts, we will also be held accountable for how we stewarded these gifts that God gave us. So I'm hoping that this episode will thoroughly encourage you who are listening, parents who are listening, to um, to stay faithful to the call of God on your life in the area of parenting and to seek Father for wisdom. I am no perfect person. I am no perfect parent. Um, my kids can attest to that. But one thing I know that my kids can also attest to is that when they see mom mess up, they see mommy run to Jesus. They see mommy with a heart of repentance. They see mommy ask for forgiveness. They see mommy exercise the fruits of the spirit. They're seeing mommy worship and pray. And so it's important that you let your kids in on your relationship, on your walk with Jesus, because they are like sponges and and they're going to take away more than than probably what we, we ever really know. And so I thought it would be a great time to share bring on some of my favorite little people to testify of the goodness of God in their life. And so my first sweet little guy here is Zeph William Tombry. Zeph, can you say hello to our audience? Hi. Zeph, can you tell everybody how old you are? I'm four. He is four years old. And Zeph, can you tell everybody listening what is, what is one of your favorite things to do? Play soccer. He loves to play soccer. Okay, and so my next tiny man of God is um, Samuel Mark Tombry. And Samuel, can you say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. And Samuel, can you tell everybody how old you are? Six. He is six years old. And and Zeph, Zeph is playing with uh, a toy in his lap. Um, Samuel, can you... Tell everybody what is one of your favorite things to do. In the pool. He likes to swim in the pool. And if you could see him right now, he is smiling ear to ear. And my third and final tiny man of God is Benaya James Tombry. Benaya, can you Benaya, can you tell everybody how old you are? I'm eight. And can you tell everybody hello? Hello. So, Benaya, can you tell everybody what is something that you love to do? I like to play basketball. 
He likes to play basketball. My kids love to play sports and, you know, not bias or anything, but they are pretty incredible. And we remind them daily that the Lord has gifted them athletically and that they will, we, we pray that they will use that gift to bring him glory. Okay, so let's jump on into this episode. You know, on Testimonies with Tiffany, I usually have a guest on that shares a testimony of the faithfulness of God in their life. And today I have three boys, ages four, six, and eight, that are going to share with you some testimonies, some things that they have personally prayed for or things that have happened in their own life where they've saw the hand of God move on their behalf. And so guys, who wants to share the first testimony? Okay. We're going to let Zeph. Zeph, can you share your most recent testimony with the listeners about the allergies that you had? Okay. I've been coughing so much. You cough so much, uh huh. And I have a, and I have a cheesy treatment, a breathing. A treatment. breathing treatment, right? Can you tell them what allergy you had that you were extremely allergic to? That if you touched it, you would break out in hives. You would have labor, labored breathing, and the food, the ingredient that the food was in, that for four years of your life you could not have. Um, puppy. What what food could you not eat for four years? Chocolate chips. Chocolate chips. Okay, what else? Remember, you had it just the other day. It's cold. What did you have for the first time the other day? Mm. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. So you hadn't had, you've never tasted ice cream in your entire life, had you? Mm. No. Mm. Say no. No. Okay, so my son, Zeph, was born with severe food allergies and milk being one of them. EpiPen on the chart of allergies. And this is something we've been praying about, um, just appropriating the blood of Jesus and asking God to heal Zeph, laying hands, anointing, declaring the word over him. And the other day, he was just crying because he couldn't have, what couldn't you have? I'm going to repeat that sick. Milk? Okay, can you tell them what you couldn't have? You couldn't have ice cream, right? No, I want to say sick, sick. Yeah, you want to share your other testimony. Right now we're talking about ice cream. So I gave him, so I felt, oh, go ahead. Mommy, give me some ice cream. I gave you ice cream because I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit to give it to you, right? And so we said, okay, we're going to trust the Lord. Okay, we trust the Lord. And you ate it? And then my lips didn't get big. And your lips didn't get big. Did your breath was your breathing okay? Yes. Did you break out in a rash? No. 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 And what did you say when you finally ate ice cream for the first time? Um. Um. Thank you. <laughs> you said thank you, Jesus. Yes, he prayed. Thank you, Jesus. So that was a very big testimony, wasn't it, Zeph? So Zeph can now have ice cream, which is very exciting in our house because for four years, this little boy could not have ice cream. And it was pretty much torture every time we went out to have ice cream because Zeph couldn't have it. And the reason why Zeph couldn't just have any ice cream is because he had an allergy to all nuts. All, I mean, anything you could possibly think of, he was pretty much allergic to except for like cantaloupe and so we've seen God graciously and radically heal him over the last four years of his life to where he can he can eat food now that he couldn't he can have ice cream now and so we're praising the Lord for that Samuel do you want to share one of your testimonies with them okay what testimony would you like to share how about how God 
What happened with your ears? Can you tell them? It hit hot. Are you okay? You couldn't talk, right? So you were mute. You had no, you couldn't talk at all. You're right. But what else couldn't you do? It heal. You couldn't hear. So he was deaf and didn't have speech. He couldn't talk. And so me and my husband prayed for a year and a half over this. It was right after he was born up until he was about 18 months. We were praying and the Holy Spirit told me one day as I was crying over him, asking the Lord to heal him, I heard the word audiologist and I brought him into an audiologist where they told us that he was deaf and he needed to have an emergency surgery. He was a special situation. And so Samuel, did God heal your hearing? Yeah. So you can hear now? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then with your speech, obviously God healed your speech, didn't he? Yeah. So you can talk now? Mm-hmm. Is it exciting to be able to hear and talk? Yeah. 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 Who do you praise for that? Jesus. Jesus. All right, Benaya. Oh, you have another one, Samuel? Yeah, sick. You were sick? Okay. Tell us about that. Yes. So I go see the morning hands and sit. Then we go to the bathroom. He will up. Then, then, then we sit down. Then go see one more day. God heal me. Amen. God healed you. Okay, hold on. Let me let me articulate what you said for the listeners. So Samuel was saying how one time he was sick and he woke up and he was vomiting and he went back to bed. And when he woke up again, God had healed him. Okay, Samuel, I want you to hold off on your next testimony and let's give Beniah a chance to testify. You'll, you'll go in just a minute. Thank you for being so patient. Thank you for showing the fruit of patience. So, Benaya, um, do you want to share? Do you have a specific testimony you want to share right now? Or do you want mom to give you an idea of one? Oh, he does have a special one. Okay, go ahead, Benaya. Okay. One time we were at soccer practice, and then my teammate, he fell on his back, and then mom told me to go pray for him. And then we prayed for him. The next practice, he was better. Praise the Lord, the power of prayer. You know, in James chapter 5, it says, The prayer of a faithful man availeth much. It's so important that we encourage our kids and give them opportunities, or when we see opportunities to siege them, to teach them how to pray, to teach them the power of prayer. And in that moment, we can teach them the power of the word, which brings me to my next testimony. Benaya, can you share one of my favorite testimonies that really has marked me with raising y'all about when Samuel was really sick and he was vomiting? He, at this point, he had, okay, he had vomited multiple times. He's in bed, and um, I bring y'all in there. Do you remember that memory? Yeah. And then Samuel, he was, uh, he had to lay down in bed, and then and we prayed for him, and then he got up. And- okay, hold on, Benaya. Go ahead, Samuel. Can you? Can- okay, go ahead. You you share your part of it. So go ahead. I got a headache. You got a headache. Mm-hmm. What else? You were vomiting. Mm-hmm. Did you feel really weak? Like you yeah. couldn't move and you were stuck in bed? Yeah. And you were sad because you just wanted to feel better? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then, Benaya, what did I ask y'all to do? Uh, we, we prayed for Samuel and then he got better. Then he jumped up in the playroom and then he started playing with us. Benaya, but can you specifically share what scripture I asked you to pray over him? Uh, what was it? 
Go, Sammy. Go. Okay, go ahead. They're listening. I know. Okay. The scripture was the the scripture that I always have you. I know the scripture, but I forgot the reference. The reference, Mark. Mark. 16. Mm-hmm. Mark 16. These these shines follow them that believe they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. And so I had Beniah. We anoint I believe we anointed Samuel and we all laid hands on him. And I said, Beniah, you quote the word of the Lord. And I remember him with authority. He said he quoted the scripture and it was like what moments after that? Samuel just sat up, fever broke, stopped vomiting. And Samuel, what'd you do? Did you jump up out of bed? And did you go play? Yeah, so who healed your body? Say it so they can hear you. God healed your body. Awesome. Um, Let's see. What other testimonies do we have? Oh, Benaiah, can you share the testimony of when mommy was pregnant with the last baby and what God showed you? So one day we were in my friend's pool, and then then the Lord spoke to me, said, you're having a girl. So I, they, then I went over there, and I told Mom that Jesus said, I'm having the girl, and then we had a girl. Yes, so Benaiah heard the Lord tell him. Benaiah was asking the Lord in his heart, God, am I going to have a sister or a brother, right? And the Lord said that God was giving us a girl. And I remember Benaiah swimming over to me on the edge of the pool, and he was like, Mom, Mom. Jesus just told me you're going to have a baby girl. And shortly after that, we found out that we were expecting a sweet little girl who is now to Hadessa Lucille Tombre. So I want to encourage you parents that, that Holy Spirit is not a junior Holy Spirit, that he wants to speak to your kids, that he is speaking to your kids. But it's about just having eyes to see opportunities, again, to bring your kids in and, and to help them understand, oh, look, this is God speaking. Or, hey, let's, let's lay hands on the sick and believe that God's word is true true and that he's going to recover them. Or um, that reminds me of the, of the testimony you have of grandma. So, so then we were going to spend the night at grandma's house and, and then she, then she got a headache. So then we, she went in bed and then me and Papa, we prayed and then she got healed. Yes. Amen. And who do we give glory to guys? God. Jesus. Yes. You 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 have a testimony of when you were sick? Yeah. Yep, go ahead. And I've been sick and I've been waiting next to mama and then I fall up in the bathroom. You threw up in the bathroom and then what happened? Did we pray for you? Yeah, yeah, and, and Samuel, father and mama and I put oil on me and then I wake up and then You felt better? I'm just gonna want to play soccer. You wanted to play soccer. You felt so good. And who do we give glory to? T. To who? God. God. All right. Let me see. I have. I'm looking at my notes. Let's see, guys. Samuel, could you please share with the listeners your testimony? I know it's taken such a long time, but you're showing the fruit of patience, and I'm so thankful for that. Can you share one more testimony? It's my favorite. It's how you asked the Lord to give you peace when you had bad dreams and what he did. Can you share? Okay, here you go. Share with them. Hello. Can you just share how you've had bad dreams? Would it wake you up in the middle of the night? And how did you feel? Sad. Sad. And 
and did you come and get in bed with mommy and daddy? Uh huh. And we would pray for you. And then what happened? How did you feel after we prayed? Did you feel better? Did you feel like you had peace? Yeah. Yeah. So, but so Samuel, so Samuel's had bad dreams in the past, and we've been praying for peace over him. One of the scriptures I like to declare over our house is Psalm four. It says, "The sleep of the righteous is sweet; they shall lie down and not be afraid." And so, this is a scripture I'll quote over Sam a lot when he is fearful or restless. Um, and so, I just want to encourage you, as a parent, that. That God cares about your children. God cares about showing himself faithful to your children. God wants to have encounters with your children that can shape them, that can strengthen their faith, that can, that can set them on course to, 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 to pursue God recklessly um, and, and passionately. And so I, I just thought it would be fun to bring my kids on and to share some of those testimonies. And so, Zeph, can you tell everybody thank you for listening to your stories? Thank you. I want to be good. Yes, you can go outside. And Samuel, can you tell everybody thank you for listening? Thank you for listening. Okay, and Benaya, do you have anything you want to share with the listeners? Any last thoughts? Yes, or? I have one more. Okay, yeah, go for it. So one day I was, we were at the dentist, and then I was getting my teeth worked on, and then and then Zev threw up in Mom's lap, and and then we, and we went back home. Then we prayed, and the next day later he was better. Yeah, that was a crazy moment, Benaya. Benaya, do you remember how you were in the chair? Were you scared? And we had to pray through that. And did God give you peace? Yes. God gave you peace. And then, yes, while Ben I was getting work done, I have a four-year-old in my lap vomiting. And God just helped us navigate that crazy situation in the office when everything felt like it was falling apart. And God was faithful, wasn't he, Benaya? Did Was your tooth fine? Yep. There, He didn't need any work done. God took care of it. We thought we were going in because we thought he had an infection and was going to have to have this tooth worked on. And the dentist got in there and God just touched it, healed it. Gave Benaya peace, and we were out on our way, weren't we? Yep. All right. So, Benaya, is there anything else you want to share with them before I let you go play? No. Okay. You want to say thank you? Thank you. Okay, guys. So, I wanted to just share again um, some of the testimonies my kids have had and, and just the faithfulness of God. I, I am just amazed at how God will use our children to speak to us, how God will use our children to show us that He that he loves our children, that, that he wants to encounter them, that he, he is teaching them things, that they can be led by his spirit. And so what a beautiful opportunity we have as parents. And maybe you're like, well, I'm not a parent, but I, um, I'm an aunt or I'm an uncle or I'm an, uh, you know, I have nieces or nephews or I, um, I have grandchildren, whatever it is. Maybe you have spiritual children. I want to encourage you that they matter to the Lord and that to ask, be asking God to give you opportunity to pull them into your walk with the Lord, to teach them how to pray, to teach them to have eyes to see the sick and go after them and appropriate the blood of Jesus, to see, uh, and then also to have eyes to see when God answers a prayer. That's something that we've been working on a lot 
is that we'll, when we go to the Father for prayer and I have my kids praying, then the moment that I see God answer, I bring my kids back together and I bring it before their remembrance. Hey guys, do you remember when we prayed that God would help y'all um, play safe at soccer and help you play good and score goals? And, and did you score goals and did you play good? And they all erupt with praise. Yes, we did. And I'll say, God answered your prayer. And so we'll take time to to remember what the Lord did and we'll praise God together as a family. And so I want to encourage you as parents um, that, that, you know, we, we have great opportunity. We have great opportunity to bring our children alongside us and, and for them to see that a walk with Jesus is not perfect. It is messy. It can be painful. It can be... Um, just all the different things and, and that, that God is still good. And it doesn't matter if our situation doesn't change or if circumstances get worse, that God is still good, that God is still worthy of praise and that, that we are going to stay committed to our, our walk with him and our relationship with him. And so getting able to bring our friends into that, our, our children into that, our friends, yes, but our children into that is super special. You know, as I was, um, I had some testimonies wrote down as me and the kids prior to this recording were just kind of going over in our head. What are some of the testimonies God's done? What are some of the things that God has done? So I let my kids go because they are about to go to Awana. It's an amazing program. Shout out to all the Awana people. Um, Anyways, they are getting ready to do that. We are getting ready to go into small group. But I am got the list pulled up of testimonies that uh, we didn't get to cover with my children. And, and one of them that was really recent is with Hadessa. Now, she's two years old. So, obviously, I don't she can testify in a two-year-old language. So, I'm going to testify for her. But she had a wart on her hand recently. And I remember being super frustrated about it and wondering, like, how did she get it? What does this mean? This going on in her body? And immediately, I just felt the need to curse the life behind the wart. And so I grabbed her sweet little hand and I said, in the name of Jesus, I curse the life behind this wart and I command it to die. And um, I said, amen. I love Young Living Essential Oils, and so I had some essential oils, so periodically I'd put some tea tree oil or purification oil and wrap it up, and it was shortly after that that Hadessa was playing, and she ran into me, and she was like, Mama, Mama, and she was pointing to her hand, and I grabbed her hand, and I looked down, and this wart, guys, this wart was like this, almost the size of a pencil eraser, was completely gone. And it was only by the work of the Holy Spirit. Um, I believe that we have authority in our words. There is power in prayer and appropriating the blood and taking dominion. Matthew, um, in the book of Matthew, it says, Whatsoever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven, and whatsoever you bound will be bound on earth and in heaven. And so um, we know that warts and, and fungus like that, God is not the author of them. It's from the enemy. And so we can literally curse the life behind it and cause it to die. Um, the same with cancer or certain sickness. If Holy Spirit um, identifies what is at work, you know, we can curse the life behind it. We can command those things to die. And um, 
and they listen, you know, and, and our words have power. Look at Jesus. He spoke to the fig tree and cursed it and it shriveled up and died. He says, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can speak to this mountain and command it to be thrown into the sea and it will go. You know, he, uh, Jesus spoke to the wind and the waves be still and they were at peace. And so in the very, the very first line of the Bible, of the written word of God, we see the creator creating. And so we are connected to the creator. Therefore, we can create with our words. God said, let there be light. And there was light. The power of spoken words. We know in Proverbs 18, there's power in the tongue of life and death. And so it's really important that we are training our kids up. We're teaching them the power of praise and gratefulness versus the spirit of rebellion that's behind grumbling and complaining. I was just having this conversation today about how the Israelites got disqualified from their promise because of their grumbling and complaining. The Lord, they kept complaining and complaining in the process to possessing their promise. And the Lord said, I have heard what you have said. Therefore, I'm going to give you what you're speaking and you will die before any entering the promised land. So they literally were disqualified from possessing the promise because of grumbling and complaining the power of words. And so it's just really important that we ourselves are being watchmen over our mouths and we're understanding that we're created in the image of God. We're connected to the creator. Therefore we create and understanding the authority we've been given in Christ Jesus, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives inside of me. We house the hope of glory. We've been given dominion by Jesus. And so we have a responsibility to use our authority. And, and, you know, one way we do that is asking God to give us revelation of the authority we have in him and give us understanding, give us wisdom. How do we walk in the fullness of the things God has called us to? How do we pray effectively and powerfully? How do we get the word of God in us? And then once we have done that and are learning that, let's invite our kids into it. This is what I try to do. I try to create space for my kids to learn. For my kids, I try to look for opportunities for my kids to pray for people or for my kids to pray for me or for my kids to, um, you know, show the very nature of God to people, whether it's through generosity or whether it's through prayer or whether it's through kindness. Another common thing in our house is I really try to always have the conversation of the fruits of the spirit before us because the Bible says you shall know them by their fruit. And I want my kids to know, hey, people are going to know you by your fruit. And we want people to eat. We want to produce good fruit so that when people come into our lives, they want to stick around. They want to hang around that they are blessed. They're encouraged. They're exhorted. Um, And one way we do this is by walking in the spirit and producing and choosing the fruit of the spirit. So, you know, if they're having a dispute, a, you know, a, a moment, my kids are not perfect. Like I said, we're two, four, six, and eight. Um, I feel like a referee most days, but if I can bring God's word into it, it makes it more profitable, more beneficial for them and for me. And, and so I'll just say, Samuel, what fruit of the spirit did you not show your brother? Most always they'll say love or kindness. But lately I'm seeing a common theme in them and in me that father is showing us is no, actually we didn't show self-control. We did not exercise self-control. And so then it leads us into a place of repentance and a turning away of that and being conscious like, oh, 
Now, when I'm in a situation, oh, I'm reminded, oh, I need to, God, help me exercise self-control. Or God, there's a temptation before me. Help me take the way of escape. I was telling my kids that earlier. Um, We had some friends over, and I have candy out on my bar. And one of my friends was like, candy would not last five minutes in my house if it was just sat out like that. And I jokingly said, well, we're learning how to exercise self-control and I'm teaching them that God will always provide a way of escape and that they have a choice to take that way of escape. That the candy on the on the bar, while it could be a temptation now, it doesn't have to be in the future because they've learned to exercise the fruit of self-control and they've learned that God will provide a way of escape. Take the apple and Instead of the M&Ms, take the banana instead of the M&Ms. And then sometimes we just flat out fail, right? And we go for the M&Ms. So um, I, I, I hope that this has been encouraging to you. I, I hope that um, my kids um, blessed you today with some of their testimonies. I think it's important, you know, if, if you're a parent listening and you have testimony, you have kids, I encourage you to... to um, to open up the conversation with them. It doesn't matter how old they are. I can talk to Hadessa, who is two, and ask her, you know, does does God love you? Yes. Um, or Hadessa, let's pray. And she'll lay her hands. And, you know, she's just a mumbling, mumble, mumble, mumble. And then all of a sudden, just a big shout, amen. And she'll clap her hands. Yay, Jesus. Like, she's understanding to to her degree, to a two-year-old mindset. She's understanding God. And I believe that God, these are seeds I'm sowing. They, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians, some sow, some water, but God brings the increase. I will continue to sow seed and trust that God will bring the increase, that God would bring people to water those seeds and that God would bring the increase on them. So I want to encourage you, if you have children, to open up the conversation. Hey, you know, um, let, let's pray about this. Let's pray together about this. Or if you, maybe you're in a situation, maybe you're, as a parent, you're feeling um, weary or tired or lonely or sad or frustrated. I want to encourage you, bring your kids into it. I do this sometimes with my kids. I'll be like, Samuel or Benaya or Zeph, mommy feels so sad right now and I'll be crying. And I'll say, will you pray for mommy? Will you pray that God would help me get through this sadness and that he would give me joy? You know, I, I, I direct them in the prompt of how to pray, but then, you know, the spirit will just lead them and, and they'll pray and after God has dealt with my heart and brought me joy, I make sure I go back. Hey, guys, remember a few days ago when you were praying for mommy because she was so sad? Well, I want to tell you that God answered your prayer. And I'm so thankful that God hears your prayer and that you you talk to him because now I'm experiencing joy. And, and so I want to challenge you. I want to encourage you with your children, with your nieces and nephews, with your grandchildren, with your spiritual children, um, with children that God has placed in your life that you are, um, have some sort of influence over to have conversations with them. Look for opportunities. Ask the Lord to give you opportunities to bring them in, to pray, to declare God's word, to talk about the fruits of the spirit and to be mindful of our actions and how we're not using them or using them and, and, and the power of thankfulness and versus complaining and, and all of these different things. So I, I want to encourage you that, that even a two-year-old has a testimony. Even a six-year-old has a testimony. My eight-year-old has testimonies. So let that be a conversation in your house. You know, the Bible says one way that we, we can cultivate 
Thanksgiving is remembering what God did. In the Old Testament, he would say, write these things down so that your eyes would not forget what they have seen. And then there were stones, Ebenezer stones, stones of remembrance. They would build altars from stones and they would say in the Bible, whenever your kids ask you what these stones mean, make sure that you tell them. And so finding ways to to set before you and your family the faithfulness of God so that we're staying in a posture of thankfulness. And out of that comes our faith increases. And we begin to just believe God. We stay in this posture of childlike faith. And that's where God calls us to stay. When we're in that place, it's easy to stack our yeses. It's easy to say yes to the Lord without hesitation. Yes to the Lord without hesitation. And so I, I... want to encourage you that God has placed you as a steward over the children in your life and that they are a reward from the Lord and that God wants us. The Bible says the pure in heart shall see God. Your children are pure in heart. It's easy for them to see God. It's easy for them to hear from Holy Spirit because they don't have to navigate and work through the logistics of the stuff that the world has taught us that that the the experiences and trauma maybe we've been through and and so it's just easier for them to go to that place and asking father how do i navigate this how do i bring my kids into this place and and or maybe you just want to start out with you know what we're going to pray as a family about something and when god answers we're going to testify And I want to encourage you, it's something I'm sharing with my kids, that we need to be testifying. We need to be sharing our testimony with people. And that's why I asked them, guys, will you come on Mommy's podcast and just share some testimonies of how you've prayed and God has answered? And they were just excited. And um, so I hope that you have been blessed today with this episode. Another quick, short and sweet episode, but I'm hoping that it packs a powerful punch Um, and that you have some things to sit on, things to go to the father about, things to conversation starters with your children. And, and I want to encourage you to have expectation as a parent. When you go into these conversations with your children and you're praying with your children, be excited, be expecting God to move on the behalf of your children. God wants to show his faithfulness to your children. God wants your children to have their own faith walk with him. Allow your home to be a habitation of his presence. Allow your home to be a place where they can, they can have that encounter with God over and over and over. And so when they come out from underneath you or they're out at a public place or they're at school or they're at Sunday school or they're at the grocery store, what they've done in private, they'll now do in public because it's just who they are. And, and so I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this testimony. And I just want to pray for, for those listening. You know, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to do that right now. Maybe you're listening and you're like, man, I don't, my kids don't know anything. Like I go to church on Sunday, but uh, I don't even know if I know Jesus. Or maybe you don't go to church or maybe you're just kind of stuck in a rut. I want to pray for you. I want to pray specifically for those that don't know Jesus. The Bible says that um, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, um, you your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, that the gift of salvation is by faith. It's, it's a grace by faith. And so 
It's just as simple as saying, Jesus, I want you to be the Lord of my life. I confess my sins to you. I, I, I know that I'm a sinner and I want you to come and rule and reign and be the Lord over my life. I want you to have, um, I want you to be the Lord over my family. I want your presence in my home. I want you to lead and guide me and my family. So I give my life to you right now, Jesus. I confess with my heart and I, be- I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you died on the cross for my sins and you rose again and you're coming back and that you are the Lord of my life. Come and, and do what only you can do. It's as simple as that. You just begin to confess to the Lord that you want him to rule and reign over your life, that, that you're a sinner and you, you thank him for his blood being shed for you. And the Bible says that you take it by faith. It's by grace through faith that, that you accept, you receive salvation. And so I want to encourage you that heaven is throwing a party right now. And I want to say welcome to the royal family. Um, and, you know, if you've given your, if you've just given your life to the Lord, I'd love for you to reach out to me. Let's connect. You know, it's important to get to find a local church, to get plugged in, to to start being discipled and and continuing your walk with the Lord. So if that's you, I would love for you to reach out to me. Also, I want to pray just for those listening that have children um, and that are parenting in the throes of parenting. So Father, I thank you for the gift of children. I thank you, God, that children are your masterpiece, Ephesians 2.10. I thank you that you are always with our children, Matthew 28.20. I thank you that you fill our children's hearts with greater joy, Psalm 4.7. I thank you, God, that you have called us to be stewards of them, that you have entrusted these gifts with us. And I ask for a wisdom to fall upon us as mothers and fathers to steward this generation, to raise them up, to be in reckless pursuit of you with, with convictions and with zeal and with passion for the blood of Jesus, for the things of the kingdom of the God, the kingdom of God. I ask father that you would help us to parent rightly. Help us to see our children rightly. Help us to see you rightly. Help us to see opportunity to bring our children in to our walk with you, God, that they may be touched, that they may be encouraged. God, I pray that our homes would become a habitation of your presence. I pray, God, that you would bring godly men and women to come around us and help us to to mother better, better and father better. God, um, I pray for the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles that have kids in their life. God, I pray for wisdom. I pray for wisdom in a day and age where it seems the world has no logic, no wisdom, no no common sense. God, let us be different. We come to the table to dine with the spirit of wisdom. God, We I thank you that your word says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. I pray right now for our children that they shall know the truth and the truth is a person, Jesus Christ and he shall set them free. God, that they would walk in a freedom. God, help us to train them. Help us to teach them the power of thankfulness. Help us to teach them how to remember your faithfulness. Help us to teach them your word. Help us to teach them the authority they have in you, Christ Jesus. Help us to teach them the power of a faithful prayer availeth much God, help us teach them. Help us um, encourage them, God. Help us um, exhort them and build them up. Give us eyes to see their giftings. Give us eyes to see the way that you have bent them and help us develop their weakness. Help us to um, steward their, their strengths, God. Help us love them the way that you love them, God. 
I thank you that you fill in the gaps where, where we fall short, where we just totally mess it up, that you come in and you just smooth it out and you redeem those places and you help us, Father. I thank you that you're a good father. I thank you that you're our good shepherd. I thank you, Father, that you'll lead us and guide us as parents. God, I thank you for... Um, the conversations that will come out of this with parents and their children and, and the testimonies and, and how you'll, how you are strengthening the family unit, how you were redeeming it, healing it, restoring it, reviving it, awakening it. Thank you, Father, for the work you're doing in the homes. We give you all the glory in Jesus name. Amen. Well, that's going to conclude my episode today on testimonies with Tiffany. Remember, you do what's possible and let God do what's impossible. Thanks for listening to Testimonies with Tiffany. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review online. To catch all the latest from Tiffany, you can follow her on Instagram at TifferTom. And you can subscribe to her email list to get exclusive updates at travisandtiffanytombry.com. That's all spelled out. (laughs) Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.